Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC Light Programme. Now, here is a variation on that. This is the BBC Light Programme. The old night school's playing up there, Wall. Yeah, chat on more on it, you Wall. Now give us a bit more of your posh chat there, I continue my recital of announcements. The BBC is open to the public on Thursdays and Wednesday afternoons, or on Wednesday afternoons and Thursdays. Thank you, Jim. Now here, folks, is Chief Elengato Yingbo to say Thursday in Swahili. Malatulia, Yagatula Mangu. Tula Marga, what a milchika fagula tolm. What? See how long the days are in Africa, folks. <laughs> She's in tonight. Uh, forward, Mr. Seaside, with your New Year's resolution. Hello, hello, folks, hello, folks. It is me, folks, folks. It is me. Next year, folks, I hope to give up 1958 permanently. <laughs> I'm grateful beast after 1958. All that is done for you, you discarded like an old boot. I won't shout. Let me warn you, Harry, sir, of the many dangers and dangers of keeping on all years after it's worn out. Mrs. Greensley's husband will now tell you why. It was the year 1907, and here is the orchestra to play it. South African war had broken out and was now in its second year. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Knock, knock, knock on a door in Africa. Knock, knock, knock on a door in Africa? Gad, that's the address of my door. Come in. A fixed door open. Ah, a fixed ah. May I introduce myself? Of course. Ladies and gentlemen, the man in the corner, he's Teddy Sigum. Thank you. I'm 5th Lieutenant Sigun, reporting from Sandhurst, SW9. Well, sit down on that chair in Africa, SE16. <laughs> Thank you. I was told to hand this envelope to you with a hand. Oh, pronounced. <laughs> ah, these are your secret orders. What do they say? Straight ahead! Ahead! Oh, that feels much better, sir. Yes. And it suits you, what's more. Now, do military matters a minute. Captain Jampton. Ah. ah. Sorry I'm late, sir. I was quelling a native with uh, quells. Well, get the military piano and bar for this. Uh, now, explain the victorious positions of our defeated troops, will you? Uh, intelligence uh, has established that uh, the people attacking us are, are the enemy. So... <laughs> That is their fiendish game, is it? Gentlemen, do the enemy realize that you have this information? No, no, we've got them fooled. They think they're the enemy. Oh. They think we're the enemy. Oh. What a perfect disguise. 
Yes, you see, Lieutenant Seagull, we have a plan of a plan of a plan of a plan. The South Africans are magnificent fighters, and it's our intention to persuade them to come over to our side. Then that would finish the war, sir. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear, no. <laughs> then how would you keep it going? My dear sir, England is never short of enemies. Of course not. The waiting room is full of them. Now, Seagull, sit down. Tell me, what's the time back in England? Twenty to four, sir. Ah, it's nice to hear the old time again. Singes! Yes, sir! Get out of here now, will you? See, Seagull, how bad things are. That banana, for instance, it's only been eaten once, and look at it. But, sir, back in England, they told me all was well. Back in England, all is well. It's here where the trouble lies. Oh, what, 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 what? <laughs> oh, a soldier, man. Hello, soldier. Bang! Bang! Bang, 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 bang! You're dead, soldier. Let me talk to him. <laughs> I speak idiot fluently. Hello, <laughs> Eckhart. Oh, you're from the old country. Hello. Somebody else from the old country out there. I wish they were back there. <laughs> well, Neddy, uh, allow me to humour him with his mallet. No, 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 leave it to me. Get out of my den. What are you doing in Africa? What am I doing in Africa, I translated? I'm here as an advisor to the British Army. Splendid. What are you going to advise them? Not to treat me. <laughs> I respect your card, sir. It warms my heart and gives old Dennis a real smart idea. Come over here and warm yourself by this recruiting sergeant. Hello, 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 my lad. You look a lot, Lelander. Hello, 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 my lad. Hello, 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 hello. Very good, very good, very good. You're on your own. No, Alec. How would you like to have a grandstand view of the opening night of the Battle of Spy and Cop now? Okay, just a moment, Sergeant Spyrakar. He can have my place, I tell you. Ho, 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 Yes, just by chance, Sergeant. I have a vacant uniform in the front rank. He'll see everything from there. Daddy, you hear that very fair offer from the nice major, now? He's a nice major. Yes. He's a nice man. How much do you want for that? Well, it's usually free, but uh, just this once it'll be seven shillings. So, uh, shall we say a pound? A pound? You said it. Oh, I've only got a five-pound note. Well, I'll take that and you can pay me the other four later. Oh, the old military till. You're a very lucky lad, Amanda Meggles. I'll have a regiment call for you at six tomorrow morning. Meantime, here is the well-known Conk Skilray, a sitting target. Boy, in the war, my Conk holds his own. <laughs>
dawn, the British attack was mounted. Not very well stuffed, but beautifully mounted. And then, suddenly, through the stilled British front line, a lone voice is heard. Lucky charm! Get your lucky charm before the battle! Get your lucky charm, boys! Get yourself a charm today! And save yourself for a time of the day! Here! Oh! Here, mate, charm, man. Here. <laughs> but is it merry drama, man? Them charms. Are they any cop, mate? Oh, they're, they're real cop, mate. Nelson brought one for Waterloo. Yeah. He won the Waterloo. Of course not. He was in my shop buying a charm. You see how lucky they are? <laughs> how much is a good one, then? Well, tell me, what part don't you want to be wounded in? I don't want any of me parts wounded. <laughs> I know. You want the all parts comprehensive charm. Very happy now, mate. Three shillings. It's a real bargain with dog. There, snail eater. <laughs> I pins it on me chest so me chest won't get killed. Oh, mate. Good shot, Nickpay. Unpin the lucky charm and back on the tray with it. Off you go, Marantrelay. Go sip it up. Charm! Second-hand lucky charm. Don't be just once before. There he goes. A true son of France in Hyde Park. <laughs> Who knows what mystic thoughts are whispering in the mossy glades of his crutty shin. <laughs> I said, you mind taking your hat off, old chap? The battle's about to begin and we can't see you now. Fire! <laughs> Gentlemen of the house, the Battle of Spiancop opened last night. Uh, but I fear it got very bad notices in the press. You're not thinking of taking it off, are you, Mr. Prime Minister? Well, unless Robert Morley puts some money in, I can see no other way. I mean, what about Binky and his backers? They'll, they'll lose all their money. Bezons, sir, Bezons. We have your Lieutenant Seagull. Have we? Oh. Uh, who will uh, proceed to give us the reasons for the disaster? Thank you, honorable members. The reason for it flopping was obvious. There isn't one decent song in the whole battle. Oh, come on. But soldier fellow, the Battle of Spiancop isn't a musical, you know. And that's where we went wrong. If the Americans have been running it, we'd have Rex Harrison and the other Rex. Well, do you know any good composers of battle songs and scores? It is by chance and careful planning. I have an auntie in Grimsby who sits amongst the cabbages and plays an elastic water tank under supervision. <laughs> I didn't know there were any of her kind left, you know. Now off you go and tell your auntie the good news.
There. Now that's got the spoons in fine spoon petal mint. <laughs> ah. I mean, get inside the piano and select me a tuning A. Again, Min. Ah, they don't make pianos like that anymore. Isn't it time we had it shown, Henry? No, not yet, Min. The winters are not upon us, you know. Hand me my knuckle oils. <laughs> Rub it well into the knuckles. Uh, I'll get it mixed with Indian brandy. Oh, Rub Indian it in. Brandy, oh. Get it into those knuckles. Ah, oh. oh dear. No good, mean these carminatives are no good, I tell They'll you. They'll purge you, purge you. Oh, I've, I've got the flat feet in the third knuckle, you know, mean. <laughs> ah, well, now to try for the Paganini variations for spoons, arrange, clum. <laughs> Of <laughs> Have you been eating with it again? No. And what's that you're stirring the soup with? A violin. He's <laughs> always got an answer, the old cow. No. No. Oh, you say that. Now to compose the last tune for the Battle of Spin. I tell you. The voice came from a cowardly red face on the top of a chicken wardrobe. Oh, it's you, Seagoon, you, you coward. Why have you deserted your post? It's got woodworms, sir. Old jokes won't save you. They saved Munkhouse and Goodwin. Well, that's good enough for me. Major. What? There's still hope. Hope? Look. Where? Crun's vital battle songs have arrived. But it won't be easy, sir. The enemy have just attacked an E-flat and we had to retire to G minor. Never mind, sir. These old songs are all written in six sharps. Oh, the most powerful brown key of them all. Get Ellinger in his Zulu bones to dash off a chorus towards the enemy. When I walk through a jam No one knows who I am Put your head on my chest And I'm Mr. Success Never close me a deal All at once I'm a will Just your head on my chest And I'm Mr. Success Why I once knew a worrying man He was a hurrying man With never a second to play He had appointments to keep people to meet and it took 30 hours to make him a day not for me not what I want to be just your head on my chest and I miss the success oh yes 
a second to play He had appointments to keep People to meet And it took 30 hours To make him a day Not for me Oh, not what I want to be Put my love to the test That's when I'm at my best Yes, with you pretty baby standing by my side I couldn't be a failure even if I tried Cause you make me Mr. Every man had his ammunition pouches bulging with offensive military songs and spoons at the ready. Right. We'll just have to sit and wait. Do you think we're going to win, Captain? <laughs> Never was victory more certain, little lad. Oh. Then why have you got that taxi waiting for you at the end of the train? <laughs> oh, well, uh, here's a half a crown, little lad. I, I think we can forget all about it now. <laughs> no, I can't forget about it. <laughs> I've forgotten about it. Now, explain to me why you're lying down two inches below the level of the ground and speaking through a tombstone. Well, I was doing an impression of a zebra crossing when squirrels... A taxi runned over me, breaking both my boots above the wrist. What agony, 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 mahogany. Did it hurt you? No, because I'm making it all lot, you see. Taxi! Hey! You taxied me. Look, the Christmas string's coming off my legs. Swallow this first aid book in custard. I'll have your legs relacquered free and exported to Poland. You're a fair man, sir. Meryl Krilbens. Well, Bertle, what are you doing under that taxi? It ran over me, You must be rich. I can only afford to be run over by buses. <laughs> yeah, my man, when you're in the big money, you know, you can get in that day. You'll say one day I'll have enough money to be run over by Rolls Royce with a chauffeur. Well, pull me out then. Right, I'll hold this. What is it? I don't know, but I got it cheap. Let me see what you got cheap. Good heavens! It's a genuine hand-operated 1914 Tiger! Sigurd, put that Tiger back in its stripes. We don't want any scandal during ladies' night tonight. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. All the men are ready with their music. Good. Let us have those spoons, then, lad. Oh. Oh, what a terrifying sound. It's a good job nobody heard it. Take up your vocal positions with your voices facing outwards. And don't sing men until you see the whites of their song sheets. Are you ready? Bugler, sound the elephant. Oh! Here they come now, sir. 
Quick, me spoons and me music, I'll jump. Goodbye, Dolly, I must leave you. I, I do not want to go. Come on, you fools! There's more of this where this came from. I don't want to go. Sing up, Liz! That's far enough, lads. Where are we? The South Pole, sir. <laughs> well, no further. We don't want to back into them. <laughs> anyway. Plant the Union Jack, will you? The national flag of the Union of Jack. <laughs> I claim the South Pole in the name of Gladys Plills. Of 13, the Sebastopol Villa Sutton. <laughs> I don't know, but obviously we're doing her a big favour. <laughs> There's still a chance of victory. Look, Where? look what I've got in the brown paper parcel. Good heavens, white paper! What a glorious victory for England! Look under the stamp. What? A fourteen-inch naval gun. I guess. What in the barrel? I have no idea. Major, inside the barrel are photographs of a British military dinner. Really? Keep it going, lad. Keep I it going. I will indeed. I intend to fire that photograph at the enemy canteen during the lunch break. When they see the size of British military dinners, they'll desert. I know. Half our men deserted when they saw the size of them. <laughs> However, it's worth a try. Take aim. Fire! Aye. That was the last time I'd keep in a barrel, I tell you. <laughs> Collapses and is left out a show from now onwards. Good night, everybody. <laughs> By popular request, I'll come back again. <laughs> All we can do is to wait and see what effect that photograph of a military dinner has on the enemy. Meantime, a sound effect. <laughs> Meantime, in Parliament, the British government had written off the Battle of Spearncop as a dead loss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I don't know. Gentlemen, to save race and the honour of England, we are going to bring back that old favourite. The Battle of Waterloo! Gentlemen, we shall send out immediate notification to the original cast. Ah, but How dare you wake the Emperor Napoleon up in the middle of his retirement? Wonderful nouvelle, wonderful news. Tell news, tell news. By special request, we have to do an encore of the Battle of Waterloo. What? But we lost it. This time we've got the British backers. Ah, it's a pissing a ball, isn't it? Get my trousers oiled and I'm up a fresh Josephine. <laughs> There's going to be fun tonight in the camp. Ah! 
down, Emperor, down. Smear leaking fool. Back to your grave. You know you're not allowed out after your death. Master, <laughs> silly rule. My card, Nidia. This is a piece of string. Have you no imagination, lad? <laughs> I am Lord Ink. Not Pennon. Yes, him and Ink. Don't worry, folks. It's getting near the end now. All payoffs will be gratefully received. One coming up, Ned. Unfortunately, my client Moriarty is appearing in the death of Napoleon at the local Nakajar. It looks like being a very long run. It looks like being a long run? What the? Ten miles. They're off. As he ran, we discussed the conflict for the Battle of Waterloo. Later at the Preston Barracks, Brighton, we auditioned for the part of the Duke of Wellington. Oh, boy, you're looking tough for you. What kind of lion? Oh, lion. Thank you. Wait inside the piano one moment, will you? What do you think? He's not the Lord Wellington type, you know. Yes, yes, yes. I say, we'll write and let you know. Let me know what? That you're no good for the part. Right, then I won't take another job till I hear that thing. Next, please. playing the part of Wellington. This time the French are bound to win the Battle of Waterloo. Right. Eccles? Yeah? Uh, button the hat and sword. Now I'll charge. Oh, oh, oh. oh, no! We've we lost the Battle of Waterloo! Get your new history books. Get your new history books here. Read out the French one Waterloo books. Well, good. Look here, right twit you made of yourself firing that photo of a dinner at the enemy. Do you know what they fired back? What? The photograph of an empty plate. <laughs> an empty plate. <clears throat> well, they are, folks, the old anti-climax again. Oh. <laughs> yes, Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.